0: Welcome to Consumer Adventures. My name is Giorgio Pasqualetto, and in this podcast, I bring you behind the scenes of emerging challenger consumer brands. Today, with me, I have Anna Szymanowska here on the show. Anna is the founder at Fighter Shots, the all natural daily energy shots that help boost immunity, reduce fatigue, and improve overall well being. So, without further ado, welcome, Hannah How are you? So nice to have you here.
1: Hi, Georgia, and I'm very glad to be here with you today.
0: Amazing. So I would like to start a little bit with uh, an introduction of your company, so Fighter Shots. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, we will have time you know, to dig deeper as we go on different uh, aspects, but mm-hmm. maybe you could tell us a bit more about the product itself. So what are the most important um, features and what is that your mm-hmm. customers
1: really love about it? Sure. So I think you have made a great introduction already. Um, We indeed do uh, health drinks, uh, ginger-based health drinks. They are manufactured uh, here in the UK. What we are very proud of um, are uh, the glass bottles, which we believe are so much better than than plastic ones. Um, And we are also very proud of having really the best quality ingredients, uh, organic juices. We also are the first company in the UK to introduce Manuka Honey Shots, which uh, is really the best quality uh, honey you can you can find, um, and yeah, this is what we believe. You know, our clients uh, love the most.
0: That sounds sounds amazing. I'm I'm curious actually about the name. How did you choose Fighter Shot, and was it an easy choice or?
1: Yeah, um so first of all, we wanted you know a name uh, that was. Uh, powerful so we felt mm. like you know and also kind of you know that immediately you know makes you understand what the product is about mm. um and then it's uh, obviously i guess every you know one who is starting a business you kind of always think it's important that like you know the domain you know of your uh, business mm. totally is available yeah. so we then checked okay fighter you know both.com and co uk are available mm. so it made it kind of easier i think oh no no that's uh, that's great <laughs> <laughs> yes we have then obviously you know tested the name as well with like people and uh you know potential clients uh, friends as you always do friends and family mm-hmm. and yeah everyone kind of was you know accepting it very positive and uh also like you know as we first you know decided on the name which to be honest you know weren't kind of you know too um uh hooked up on it you know and thought so like okay if you know people just you know can't either pronounce it or kind of you know are confused we can always you know change it but luckily you know the response has been always very good we kind of see you know that people refer to our shots as fighter shots so kind of you know they remember the the name very well and uh, if anything you you know we're kind of happier and happier with the name that we have gone for this one and not anything else.
0: That's awesome. It's yeah, it's definitely a name that sticks. And it's also great because uh, it refers to the company, but also to the shots themselves. Mm. About you. So a little bit about Mm -hmm. your background. Um, Your background is in engineering and energy. And I've seen you have experience in really different industries and also a a bit all over the world as well,
1: which is really, (laughs) really
0: cool. (laughs) Um, yeah. So tell us a bit more about what were you doing before, and uh, how your career path eventually brought you to to yeah.
1: found Fighter Shots. Sure. Uh, so uh, you're right. My first degree is in in engineering. I did industrial engineering, and then renewable energy. For five years, I have worked at Airbus, um, both the Airbus Defense and Space and commercial aircraft and at the commercial aircraft i was responsible uh for delivery of aircraft so literally you know we had to make sure that like all of the you know um uh, parts of the uh, of the aircraft and you know of, of the cabin that kind of you know was uh, very highly customizable were on time for production and to be honest you know i think it's a very translatable uh skill because right now at fighter shots you know uh we obviously you know we produce our our product we are not just resellers we are actually you manufacturing Mm -hmm. it. And we are exactly you know, uh, responsible for the same thing. So making sure that like, you know, all of our supplies, you know, the bottle, the caps, the labels, you know, all of the ingredients that are coming from different suppliers, they are on time on quality, uh, you know, with our manufacturer. Uh, so to be honest, it's not like kind of this far, you know, if it comes to like my background and what I do right now. Um, so uh, definitely, you know, this experience previously has helped me kind of understand, you know, how supply chain works. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I'm very happy that, like, what I do right now uh, kind of feels, you know, it's a continuation of what I've been doing before.
0: Now, that's very interesting, the engineering background that comes in handy in something completely different. Mm-hmm. I'm also very interested in the early days of the company. So mm-hmm. how did the idea for this company come about?
1: Yeah. So uh, basically, yes, I... Uh, always kind of wanted you know to to run a business but as it is like I guess many people want to do it but like they don't have the idea and so was it with me uh already when I was with Airbus I kind of you know always was thinking like what else can I do and uh, it wasn't easy I wasn't kind of it was no like kind of I would say um um just um you know that where I was you know there was no right environment I believe to kind of you know be very entrepreneurial entrepreneurial need to like move you know to to a city like London and uh you know also study business to kind of understand better like you know what does it really take because when you're with a in a big company you know you just kind of do one thing you know and 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 kind of I felt at least like that like I have no understanding of like you know the rest uh so I wanted to study business with kind of you know have a the plan to one day you know start maybe something but again you wouldn't know what it is right you kind of have to kind of patiently wait, you know, until something, you know, clicks and makes sense. And so for two years, I was doing MBA and also kind of, you know, uh, thinking about um, different ideas, uh, which, you know, I didn't have immediately. So I worked, you know, for, for different startups. I also like took a role at Microsoft where I was doing sales because I felt like, you know, sales can always help you, you know, whatever you do, you always need to sell the product. So I was very, you know, happy. To, to you know also um, have this experience, then I was doing uh, consulting for a while, which I also kind of thought you know makes sense in terms of like one day you know running your own business because um, you kind of see you know business models of completely like you know different companies. And uh, to be honest, you know all of this experience somehow kind of made me more confident that like I now understand how like businesses run, and uh, you know what does it really take. And when the idea came, it was. Um, that, you know, myself, I was a fan of ginger shots, you know, I just liked them myself, you know, wherever, like, you know, I would be traveling, I always kind of made sure that like, you know, I buy them early in the morning at the airport and, you know, and and have them with me, because I did kind of feel, you know, much better when, you know, when drinking them, I felt like it is indeed like, you know, uh, natural energy that you are getting, you know, and uh, which is not caffeinated. So um, I just like the product myself. Uh, and I just realized it's not available yet everywhere. Uh, it's good that it was available in some places it means that you know people are educated enough to know what it is i also didn't want to kind of bring something completely new to the market because if you do this then you have also like to educate people and back then also didn't have an idea what does it really take you know to um to kind of you know start marketing campaign like how much budget it would cost you know what like how do you really reach customers so i didn't know that and that's why i wouldn't want you know to bring something completely new i just thought you know it's great to to start with something that already exists on the market but you can bring it to more places so um, when i first you know have seen these shots and i was you know buying them myself first of all i realized you know that kind of the margins you know are quite decent on on these products and second, that like, you know, they are not available yet in, in, in like places like offices. So I thought, you know, um, the easiest sell would be to an office because they would buy probably higher volumes than just like, you know, selling to individuals one by one. So I thought, you know, if I gain, you know, an office as a customer, I would have like recurrent, you know, sales. Um, And and quite decent volume. So kind of yeah, that was when I decided, okay, it makes sense, you know, on paper, and I want to try it, I want to, you know, uh, start manufacturing them selling to offices and see how it goes.
0: Not totally. That's very interesting and I really like how you've been, in a sense, preparing yourself even before knowing what you were going to launch. It's really interesting. Um, I would like to go back for a second to Mm -hmm. the early stages of the company. So uh, once you were researching, how did you go about Mm -hmm. um, finding the manufacturers and really starting to manufacture the product?
1: Uh, so you, yeah, basically, it's part of the research, you know, uh, finding your manufacturer. So I've been literally just like, you know, Googling uh, bottling companies, you know, uh, obviously checking, you know, like getting, you know, uh, Uh, quotes from them uh, just understanding if it actually you know is viable if that makes sense Um, so I literally like you know talk to so many factories I found one um, at the beginning in Scotland they were quite small but you know this is good at the beginning because you don't have to commit you know to huge uh, numbers so kind of you know for like a small run I literally I think have ordered like maybe 5,000 units it's literally nothing now when I think about it Uh, just kind of you know to see you know if, if people like the product if I'm actually able to sell it because you know i was actually very confident that you know the product is quite simple so i'm able to kind of you know make the product but then another question was am i going you know to sell it um but uh, yes i ordered these 5000 units and they literally sold within like three weeks oh, <laughs> uh, nice. and then yeah and you know that was enough of you know of traction for me to believe in it and also I realized I really enjoy it I realized you know I can sell it to many more places such as offices and that's kind of when I decided you know this is also going to be kind of you know something long term at the beginning I didn't know if it's gonna be just like you know uh part-time if you know maybe I'm gonna sell something but just like not enough you know to sustain myself I was kind of you know not percent I didn't know at the beginning that this is going to be something you know I'm going to be full-time on it was only that kind of you know I found the manufacturer I sold the units and I realized okay I think you know I have some working business model Yeah, we've got definitely something in here and
0: uh, were (laughs) you alone at this point or did you already have a team or support uh, from someone
1: no i was lucky no i that's another thing i think it's very scary to start something completely on your own and i am very grateful that at the beginning i had a classmate who also like loved the idea so i didn't start it on my own she uh she was supporting me, and then even she took on her husband, who also kind of uh, was um, advising us. So having you know this uh, support of other people, which again I believe you know is is vital. Uh, probably without them, you know I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, kind of think about it uh, seriously. Um, and also um, you know down to again like all the kind of building blocks. I think you know I have been thinking of before. So. Uh, I found them through my network at London Business School. So um, again, without the MBA, probably I wouldn't, you know, find like like like-minded people who kind of buy into this idea. Um, nor like you know, if it was in London, I think it would have been like much more difficult. Because I remember when I was previously in a small place in 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 France, you know, and I had sometimes like you know business ideas. I wanted to bounce them off someone. Uh, my friends are kind of never like were as excited, you know, people would talk about it, but no one would do anything. So um, it's it's very different vibe in London. People are so much kind of more, you know, uh, operational and kind of want to try. So um, and these guys, you know, I had at the beginning, they, you know, immediately kind of, you know, went into like research with me, you know, they helped like with the design, they had ideas also like, you know, where to sell. Um, unfortunately, uh, for different reasons, um, yes split parts after three months but to be honest um i still am very very grateful because um again i wouldn't have like you know brought it i think this far without them and already after three months like i was confident enough that this works i already had like great feedback and for them it was that like um i think it comes down probably to equity share so obviously because it was my idea we kind of agreed on you know more equity share for me and they kind of realized because they because they had less um it wouldn't kind of, you know, it was not enough income for them to sustain, you know, themselves. And they were very, very, uh, very open about it and say, said, look, you know, uh, we can't give it as much time, you know, as you were giving it just because you know we don't have the same share of equity, uh, but no hard feelings like you know we are happy like you know to to just uh, leave it with you and uh, and yeah, it was very, very much to be honest, and I'm again very, very grateful because if we didn't have if we haven't started, probably, I wouldn't have started it either.
0: no, that's amazing. It sounds like they were the right people at the right time um, yeah, and uh, after they 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 left, um did you mm-hmm. then go um to look for someone else that maybe had some um
1: skills that were complementary to yours how to be honest no it was such a good timing with everything so also like uh this girl you know uh, it was her idea to apply to uh, an incubator so literally again like without her i have wouldn't have you know probably applied I didn't even, like, it was literally like we were a month, you know, in, so we had literally nothing like, you know, a website that wasn't working. Um, and, you know, just like a few designs, you know, of, uh, of, of the label. And she said, like, we should totally apply, you know, for the incubator. And literally, you know, as we first got know, even though we got accepted, they said like, you know, they, because of, you know, the equity split, you know, they didn't see like, you know, they can kind of, you know, do this full time, but as they resigned, I was already in the incubator. And so I didn't feel then on my own anymore either, because when you were in the incubator, you know, kind of, uh, you're getting a lot of supports, like, you know, from, uh, from school, they, they, um, they give you like a lot of visibility, there were a lot of people, you know, that applied, you know, to work with me. So I had like, you know, a few interns working with me through this incubator. So I didn't have co-founders at that time, but I had enough people supporting.
0: That sounds great and your experience at the London Business School Mm. um, incubator is actually one of the elements that I'm very interested in so I wanted to ask you what were the opportunities that came out of there for you?
1: I mean every incubator is really fantastic because in uh, in I mean there are so many right and of course like you know some have like more prominent names I can imagine like you know it probably has even more value but to be honest any incubator you know is fantastic because it always like you know gives you some perks like an you know, office you know visibility but most importantly you are getting to know other founders and you know, in the incubator, I met um, you know are like you know very close friends until now, who uh, you know were supporting me. You know, and um, kind of this, uh, this support that you're receiving, you're seeing like other people going through the kind of you know same uh, challenges, and it's just like you know very uh, it feels very nice, and also you learn from others and. Uh, um and you just don't feel alone so yeah it's literally all I needed you know to um such an incubator yes the network the influence it sounds mm, it sounds, yeah. it sounds great yeah 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 the yeah so I already had the factory and uh, was trying like you online marketplaces Amazon uh, stores and yeah I kind of saw it was growing I had already like you know a few intern uh, sorry partnerships and uh And uh, also the incubator helped me like, yeah, with with getting some clients. So basically, uh, you know, the professors that run the incubator, they are really very much kind of, you know, involved in every business. So they introduce you to like other alumni who kind of, you know, can help you out. So they introduced me like, you know, to some catering company that would buy my product. They introduced me to like a gym, you know, that would buy my product. So again, they definitely helped a lot with with sales. Sounds amazing. So obviously, you started
0: the business in 2019. So well before Mm -hmm. COVID. And uh, when we were all, you know, unaware and happily unaware Mm -hmm. of what was about to come. Uh, But I'm curious how has COVID impacted your business?
1: Yes. It's really lucky that at that time, I was already listed with Amazon and Amazon sales just surged so much that like, um, you have to know that like my obviously production sales were still quite low. So I would just sell everything that I had. I was like all the time out of stock because, uh, yeah, like where people like, were really buying, um, you know, in bulk. So um will buy at once, you know, one case, two cases of shots. It's already a lot, right? Like 12, 24 shots, you know, at a time is a lot. Whereas during the pandemic, people, you remember like you know everyone everywhere i guess they were getting crazy Stocking, yeah. and also on amazon people were sucking up so i literally would like one customer sometimes would like you know pick 10 cases you know which uh, again is now like you know more than like a you know whole coffee shop would you know use in a month so i was i i sold so much um literally everything through Amazon. Um, and then actually, you know, had to increase the production. So the issue I had was like, I was calling the factory and trying kind of, you know, to get like, you know, a production, you know, slot as soon as we can. Uh, I remember they agreed like on the next one, you know, two weeks later, which was fantastic. So I had such a backlog of orders because on Amazon, you can also like, you know, tell people like, okay, this is the next day the product is going to be available. So people would still buy it, you know, it will be available in two weeks and people would kind of still pre order. So there was like so little risk right because I I knew that like you know I already sold this I just like now need to ship it was a little bit of stress obviously making sure that like you know everything is on time but luckily it was so yeah I I I actually scaled the production during during the pandemic because yeah the orders were just going crazy
0: That's amazing that's a very good problem to have I would say Um uh, tell
1: us something about the crowdfunding campaign that you uh-huh. that you they that you went through So um I also had that time uh I had an advisor, so also like throughout the whole time, I also had an advisor literally from day one, um i should have mentioned him as well because obviously he was another kind of you know pillar that made me believe in the business and he very much believed in the business so i'm also super super grateful and he always like literally again at the beginning i didn't have much and from day one he was saying like you know you have to prepare for crowd keep campaign i was like with what you know i don't i barely have a product you know i have a small factory you know that might not even cope with the uh volumes because yeah i also didn't mention that luckily i switched uh, a factory uh, from uh one i had in Scotland to one now in London was literally during the pandemic so I was able to kind of you know produce more the the one in Scotland was doing many things manually so they wouldn't even cope they literally had like a limit of 5,000 units a day and I needed more so um so it was kind of also good timing and and my advisor was telling me from the beginning like you know just be ready for like raising money you'll see you'll need money and I kind of didn't even think about it because I was like you know I, I couldn't believe you know I'll ever like order bigger volumes, but he was kind of, you know, he actually even introduced me to Crowdcube because himself, he raised money on Crowdcube before, and he said, like, it's never too early to think about it. So he was pushing me into it. And um, he actually introduced me to Crowdcube and Crowdcube also like, you know, was super supportive. So they actually, you know, immediately scheduled a call with me and we had this call and they said, yeah, we think you're ready for raising money. And I was like, really? Like, you know, I didn't know, right? Like I, I had no experience. Um, so, yeah, so kind of that's how it started, like my my advisor has has told me I should talk to them and scheduled a meeting and I had this meeting and they said, sure, like whenever, like, you know, you're ready, let us know we're going to launch a campaign. That's
0: awesome. And what were the main objectives of the of the crowdfunding campaign?
1: Sure. Uh, so uh we had two uh goals with the campaign. So obviously we did, you know, uh want to raise money and CrowdCube, even though obviously you have to have like some investors um, you know, that you have found before so we had that and some people think okay I have already my investors what do I need Crowdcube for but we still kind of you know didn't want to deal with like you know hiring lawyers and you know there is some like work you know behind we kind of you know thought we want to do it like the proper way we knew Crowdcube has great you know experience in dealing you know with the SCIS, you know stuff and we thought they like you know people also trust Crowdcube so I wanted you know kind of make it easier for our investors you know just invest via via them although they take you know a small fee but we also uh another um goal was to raise awareness so we thought, like you know it's like a free marketing you know or not free because you pay this fee but kind of you know within this fee you have kind of you know marketing um uh, in it and indeed yeah we um a lot of our investors and so we have 300 investors are our very loyal customers so it works really well for uh for a physical product because people didn't feel you know invested in it right so they they promote your brand they you know you know, just buy it for themselves, or their family. So yeah, you do get like, you know, some, some traction. Again, it's not huge because we just had 300, right, uh, uh, investors and not everyone, you know, is obviously uh, buying the product. But I think, uh, yeah, we definitely, you know, have some decent amount of sales um, through, you know, uh, through the platform
0: thanks to the platform. That's awesome, thank you for sharing that. Um, If you were to give a piece of advice to a founder starting Mm -hmm. out, what would you tell
1: them? Uh, I think I'm gonna be very generic here. I'm sure like everyone has heard of it already, but it's literally start. Because if you don't start, you can't know. Like if I didn't start, you know, with back then, you know, and ask my classmate, Um, she wouldn't have, like, introduced me to, you know, the incubator, right? I kind of didn't think myself I can, you know, do it. And also, you know, if I didn't decide to start, you know, the business, I wouldn't have met you know, at one of the conferences, my advisor who then told me like, you know, to raise money with Crowdcube, right? Um, then through, I also didn't say kind of, you know, the story to the end, because literally these were just the beginnings. Uh, through the incubator, I got like, you know, a little bit of uh, visibility, you know, across uh, London Business School. And one of the professor has actually written a case on my company, uh, which was taught in Dubai, uh, because we also have a, um, uh, and of, uh, kind of, you know, a, uh, uh, a department there, uh, LBS, uh, you know, uh, is also taught there. And um, my current co-founder actually uh, has found out about fighter shots because she has heard of it at her lecture. So again, it was all because like, you know, it's kind of steps you can never like, you know, plan ahead. So you can't plan these things. You just have to start and kind of, you know, see which opportunities present, you know, themselves to you absolutely
0: and in terms of challenges what would those be
1: so there these are like you know very different challenges at the very beginning uh, that you also have like later so i'm kind of you know i do feel like you know now it's like a next phase coming like we already have you know a few things running but in order to scale you know we definitely need like you know think very differently about like, you know, uh, cash flows about like, you know, uh, working uh, capital. Um, So yeah, these are definitely challenges that are ahead. Um, But I don't think you have to worry about them like, you know, too early either. At the beginning, I think what you should worry about is that like, you know, you have a product that first of all, economically makes sense. So you'd be surprised that there is a lot of, you know people that produce, you know, amazing you know products but that are actually very, time consuming in terms of preparation so there is a lot of companies you know that like do you know let's say cakes I mean I I, I don't know maybe I'm wrong and maybe it's a great business but from my perspective right now I think it's a very difficult business because you can't just like easily you know, externalize the production, you probably kind of, you know, want to do it yourself. And if you do like, you know, a product yourself that is very difficult to find manufacturer for, you're very limited on kind of, you know, your time and the quantities you can prepare. So if you were thinking like, um, you know, of a physical product again because there are so many businesses you can be doing like i guess mostly today people want to do tech as well which obviously this advice is not applying to but if you want to kind of you know do food business you have to think from the beginning like is it scalable you know is there someone that one day you know can take over the production so that i can be running other things i can actually be you know selling it and and you know hiring people and doing marketing and stuff um if you start with with a difficult product that you actually have to do yourself, you might just kind of limit yourself in, in, in terms of um, scaling.
0: Totally. These are all very interesting points, actually, to keep in mind. So thanks a lot for sharing those. Um, changing a little bit the kind of question, um, I wanted to ask you if you had all the time and capital in the world, um, what would be the one change that you would implement in your business um, and why?
1: um so all the capital i guess we would be a little bit more aggressive like you know on uh, on marketing uh because if you have capital you know you can uh, allow yourself to do it now we do it quite organically just because marketing can be very expensive I think it's the easiest way you know to burn money you can like you know hire the best agency they'll make the best ads but still there is never a uh, guarantee that actually it will work right so obviously that's why we're not doing it (laughs) we kind of you know do things slowly kind of you know hired right now internal people to you know to do these ads for us and you know we kind of are going to try like you know step by step you know what works I'm also learning myself right like you know how these things work like I've never worked in advertising Mm -hmm. before so that's why I wouldn't trust myself like even if I had like you know 10 million you know to spend on marketing I wouldn't even know who to talk to right I would probably just go like to one of the you know most famous agencies who had like you know big clients because I would just get okay you know they I guess they know what they do but maybe that's not necessarily the case maybe you know you still kind of have to tell them what to do and literally I wouldn't know yet right I I don't have like this you know campaign in my mind which you know um yeah I'm I'm like confident enough you know to put like so much money behind so uh yeah so if i obviously had this money free i would do it (laughs) um but uh yeah for now we are very kind of yeah uh just careful when it comes to marketing
0: right and you mentioned that your products are currently uh, obviously on
1: Amazon. Where mm-hmm. w- what other channels do you do you sell on? Uh, so we basically uh, sell in two countries in UK and UAE. Uh, so ha- almost half of the production now, you know, we send to uh, Dubai, and in Dubai we uh, mostly sell selling retail. So we are in um, in uh, stores and in uh, um, yeah like independent stores like chains. Um, throughout the country and I think also uh, petrol stations. So yeah, we sell mostly there like uh, in retail, whereas in the UK we uh, concentrate more online. So we obviously sell via by our website, uh, other mar- marketplaces. Uh, online marketplaces also do like partnerships with employee uh, perks companies which actually is working fantastically as well um, we do like you know a little discount and people love discounts so you know they kind of you know are more inclined to buy we also sell you know in coffee shops we are in several you know independent coffee shops and we sell via distributors but to be honest we don't even know where that goes because if you're selling you know to kind of you know uh, a wholesaler then they just you know buy which is great to be honest it's fantastic you know because they they generate volumes but I don't even know you know which places then it ends up then I just like learn from you know friends or like Instagram someone like you know is tagging us in some shop I just wouldn't know you know that it's being sold there so I can't tell you names it's just you know just yeah random shops I guess across the UK you can find the product that is being sold there via distributors.
0: That's very interesting so you're using two different uh, channels depending on the market you're in. Um, I have one last question, Anna. So what is the most inspiring thing that you came across uh, running fighter shots? Most inspiring,
1: I think it's always other people when you talk, you know, to other founders, when you kind of see their achievements and you see their passion. um, And also like, yeah, when you read, like, you know, about uh, milestones of other companies, when you see like, you know, someone has raised a lot of money or like, you know, they are selling to another company, then you kind of, you know, feel like, okay, maybe I can do it too. So you definitely have this motivation. So I believe this is very inspirational. It's great. Like, you know, we love it when we hear like, you know, great news in the industry. Um, So we feel like, yeah, we can do it too.
0: absolutely and it's yeah it's great to uh hear all the success stories um in the industry definitely definitely very empower empowering and uh, and motivational as well um so thank you so much anna for being with me today it was great fun um if our listeners want to get in touch with you and fighter shot mm-hmm. where can they find you
1: um well linkedin uh just as you found me on LinkedIn. So I'm always, you know, very happy to to interact with people that way. And obviously uh, on our website, there is an email address that, you know, we all, like the whole team reads. So we'll be also very happy to receive your emails.
0: Lovely. Thank you, Anna. And thank you everybody for listening. Thank you very much. I hope to see you in the next episode.